Welcome to Building an Eternal Business with Kristen Vance. As a Christian, a wife and mother, a creative entrepreneur, and a top leader of a million-dollar team, Kristen Vance sets out to successfully merge Christian faith with building a lasting business. Join her as she dives deep into leadership, team growth, sales techniques, and foundations of the Christian faith meant to change our mindset from the here and now to an eternal perspective. Let's jump right in with your host, Kristen Vance. Today we are going to talk about feeling stuck in your business. How many of you guys have ever felt that way? Or you said those words out loud, I feel stuck. And it could be small, it could just be, I feel stuck on creating content, or it could feel ginormous. It could feel like this huge heavy weight of, I just feel stuck in general. Like I'm not moving forward, I feel stuck in my business, I'm questioning if this is the place for me. So feeling stuck can be on a scale ranging from very small to just you're stuck for the day on what to do, or very big, you're feeling stuck, like you're starting to question where you're at. So I said earlier that this podcast that I'm doing, this this training that I'm doing came from a Bob Helig podcast that I listened to a couple weeks ago that really, really stuck out to me. I mean, I've listened to a lot of good trainings, but let me tell you, this one in particular was like, holy cow, this is amazing. I need this. I know so many people need this because at some point, you will feel stuck, whether you've already felt that way or you feel that way now. And you're like, why? Why Why do we have to feel stuck? Why is that going to come at some point? Because no matter what you do in life, whether it's direct sales or whether it's something you're, you're striving towards, it's not a straight shot. You're going to experience setbacks. You're going to experience adversity. You're going to experience conflict. You're going to experience slow months. You're going to experience all of those things and if not looked at correctly, if not going into it with the mind, right mindset, your mindset is automatically going to go to, I feel stuck. And if not, if we don't wrap this up, if we don't get the correct mindset, if we don't tackle this head on, that small feeling of, I feel stuck, will grow into this huge weighted feeling of, I feel stuck, to where you start to question if this is where you're supposed to be. And so this is why I feel this training is so important because no matter what scale you're on, this could grow. It could snowball into something big where you finally give up and you walk away because you're questioning if this is where you're supposed to be. So I'm very passionate about this subject today and talking to you guys about it. And for some of you guys that are feeling that heavy weight, it's heavy because you have big vision. How many of you guys remember when you first heard about direct sales in general? You first discovered, you know, something that was going to change your family's life and your life. You discovered an opportunity that you were like, wow, this is it. This is it for us. And you had this moment of big vision and you had this moment of knowing that this is exactly where you were supposed to be. Maybe the first time you heard of this company, you're like, yes. This is it. This is exactly where I'm supposed to be. And you had these big visions. So the fact that you feel stuck is super heavy because you're like, wait a minute, I was here. I felt so excited and so passionate. And now I'm here questioning even if this is where I'm supposed to be. So it feels really heavy. 
And it stings because you're like, I knew this is exactly what I was supposed to do in life. I knew that in this season, this is where I was supposed to be, but yet I'm not moving forward. Anybody? Anybody feel this way? You're like, I know, I know that I know that I know this is right where I'm supposed to be, but I'm not progressing forward at a rate that I'm content with, at a rate that I'm happy with. So listening to Bob Helix's training on this, you guys, was really eye-opening in many ways, but one of the ways it was very eye-opening is Bob Helix himself even was like, you know, a year into direct sales, you guys, which if you don't know, he is like the man. <laughs> like he trains people. He trains so many companies on direct sales. He's super successful. But his first year in the network marketing company, you guys, it took him one year to get his very first recruit. One year. And so he said he felt stuck. He was like, wait a minute, I know, I know this is where I'm supposed to be, but here's where where we're a little off sometimes. We think that if we are exactly where we're supposed to be, that it's supposed to be smooth sailing and we should not be experiencing setbacks. Shouldn't we be progressing forward? If this is where we're meant to be, shouldn't we just be like achieving things left and right and things going our way? And the fact of the matter is that's quite simply not how any of this works. I mean, you guys have heard me talk about when it comes to discipline and hard work, nothing worthwhile is easy. Everything worthwhile is uphill. But the problem is when we start to go downhill or we start to be stagnant or kind of level off, then you question and you start saying those words like, I feel stuck, right? Or if it was God's plan, if this was truly God's plan for my life, wouldn't I be doing more? Wouldn't I be at the top already? Wouldn't I have hit SP5? Wouldn't I have seen that paycheck? If this is where I'm supposed to be, wouldn't it have mapped out this way already? Y'all know what I'm talking about. I've been there, you know, whether it was in this season or another season, I've been there where it's like, if this was God's will, wouldn't it look a lot differently? Wouldn't it look really nice and well put together? And I talked about this in another podcast I did, um, and I was talking about comfort versus discomfort. And sometimes we think comfort and things that look nice and feel nice, well, that equals, that must come from God. And if it's uncomfortable, that must come from Satan or that must come from the enemy. And actually, sometimes God uses the discomfort. He uses the adversity. He uses the conflict to grow us to where we need to be. And Satan and the enemy likes to use the comfort to get us feeling in a place of stuck or questioning where we're supposed to be. But we get in this mindset where we think it's the opposite. So here's something really cool and eye-opening that that Bob said. He said, sometimes feeling stuck, I need y'all to hear this. Sometimes feeling stuck is God's way of reminding you that you are not growing. I'm going to say it again. (laughs) Sometimes. Feeling stuck is God's way of reminding you that you're not growing. And then he went on to say this, to the degree you feel stuck is in direct proportion to the size of your calling. The degree of which you feel stuck is in direct proportion to the size of the calling. 
And so when he said this, I immediately started thinking of all these stories in the Bible. And really, I couldn't come up with one story in the Bible where God revealed his his calling or his will or his plan to somebody. And it was just smooth sailing. And they didn't experience adversity or they didn't go through a season of questioning God. Right? If you look at almost every story in the Bible... The people who were called to greatness, who knew exactly where they were supposed to be, they questioned it at times because they walked some hard roads. And I'm going to share some of those stories here in just a second, but we can relate to this, even though ours is not going to be as grand of a scale as what they went through. Maybe for some of us, it's just like you hit a big promotion a year ago and it's popping up in your memories now. And you're like, wow, I hit that a year ago and I've been stuck and I've been at this place. And so then you start to question if this is where you're supposed to be. And you don't question that maybe you're just not growing anymore. Maybe you're just not challenging yourself. We're going to talk about ways to grow. We're going to talk about ways to get out of this. So stay with me. But I want you to think about, and and you may or may not know the story of David in the Bible. And you may have heard David and Goliath. Most of us at least have heard the story of David and Goliath. That's the David I'm referring to. And David was going to be anointed king. Okay. God revealed his plan for him. He said, you are going to be king. Now, if God reveals something to you, just like, let's say, let's relate it to this business. This is where you're supposed to be. This is the company. You're going to do big things. We ex- we're excited. We're like, yeah, let's do this. And we dive in expecting it to happen tomorrow or even a year or two years. Let me tell you, when David was anointed king, he was not king for 10 years later. In fact, so he defeated David and Goliath, or he defeat David defeated Goliath. And he became a favorite of King Saul. But then King Saul got super jealous that King David might take his throne. And he decided to chase King David and threaten his life. And David was on the run for years. Do you think when David was hiding in the cave and David was running from King Saul for years, do you think there was probably a point where he questioned God like, Am I really supposed to be here? Did I did I misread? Did I mishear what you told me? Because if I were supposed to be king, shouldn't I be here now? <laughs> right? Like, come on, I would have been the same way. You look at so many stories in the Bible, and I'm sure they all felt the same way. They knew where they were supposed to be. They remembered that day that they found out this is God's plan and they were excited and now they're questioning it because it's not going favorably for them. And he was on the run for years and it wasn't for 10 years from the time he knew he was going to be king to the time he took that throne, you guys. And I'm also reading a book. You may have heard of it. It's called Mark of the Lion. It's a series. I've read it before. It's one of my favorite series by Francine Rivers. And I'm on the first book now, and it's kind of the same thing. It's it's the main character. Her name is Hadassah, and she her people are going through adversity. Now I've read the story to know to know the ending. I've read the story before to know that you're going through this for a purpose. But I also, when I put myself in her shoes and what her people are going through, it is I I can very easily see why she starts to question where she's supposed to be. Is she doing the right thing? Is she in in the season where she's supposed to be? 
So I want to talk about this. So it's not an accident that you were introduced to this company. It's not an accident that you were introduced to this industry. Um, but I'm going to give you all some tough love. Y'all ready for it? Y'all ready for some tough love this morning? Feeling stuck, although you don't want to be there, it's become a little bit of a safety net for you. Feeling stuck has become an excuse. And you're like, no, 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 no. Really, Kristen, I feel stuck. It's not an excuse like I really feel stuck. I'm going to tell you it's an excuse and you're using it as a safety net. Because like I said, a lot of times when we are feeling stuck, it's because we're not growing. But in order to grow, we have to do things that sometimes we're not comfortable with. Fear creeps in. So then we want to choose that comfort over that discomfort. We want to choose the short-term pleasure of feeling comfortable over the long-term, right? Instead of maybe being comfortable for, or being uncomfortable for a short season in order to feel the success, we choose the current comfort, right? I hope that makes sense. I probably said that completely backwards. But the moment you begin to continue to say, I feel stuck, this story is robbing you. And Bob Helig is really big on red light stories. What is your red light story? What is the story that is holding you back in your business? And for so many, feeling stuck is your red light story. And really, it's just a matter of you're not growing in your business anymore. And so stuck is a spiritual warning sign that you are not growing in your life. So how do we get there, right? You're like, okay, I get it. I'm not growing. What do I need to do to grow in this business? And one of the big things, you guys, is learning to love failure. Yes, I said that right. Learning to love failure. Because I know whether I relate this business or personal, there are things in life, the times that I have walked through the most adversity, the times that I have fallen flat on my face, whether it was due to personal decisions or other people's decisions, were the times when I learned the most, were the times when I learned the biggest lessons. But we're scared. Y'all are scared of the no's. You're scared to reach out to somebody and tell them about your opportunity because you're fearing the failure. You're fearing what that no is going to feel like. You're finding your identity in the no's. If I get a no, not only did I fail, but I am a failure. And these are the things that you begin to tell yourself. I don't want to do the live because what are people going to think? What if I sound silly? I don't want to reach out to this person because what if they say no? I don't want to do this recruiting challenge because what if I miss a day? I'm going to feel like a failure. And you begin to use these as excuses. Here's the cool thing. Yeses, when you receive a yes in your business, that builds your business, right? If somebody says yes to joining your team, you've just began to build your team and build your business. But the no's, and I need you to hear this, the no's build you. The yeses build your business, but the no's build you. And when we can learn to embrace the no's, we can learn to learn from them. <laughs> we can learn to learn from the no's and the adversity and find the lessons and okay, well that didn't work. How can I improve? What can I do differently? But what's happening is a lot of you guys are hearing no's or you're you're having a low sales month or you're, you're, you haven't progressed for a while and instead of trying to learn from it and grow from it and find the lesson in it, you're going back to that red light story of I feel stuck and I don't know what else to do right? 
and your sense of self-worth is coming from it. So how do you change from fearing fear to beginning or fearing failure to beginning to love failure? And here's the thing. It's not easy. It's never going to be easy. I don't like failure. I really don't. I'm a perfectionist. If y'all know me, you know this about me. I'm a perfectionist. I like things to go well. I like to make a post and have tons of interaction and engagement, right? Like you love to make a reel and it's just all of a sudden it takes off. And I don't like when something fails. I don't. But it's a day-by-day decision. It's It's a mindset switch every day that I have to choose that like, okay, this does not define me. I'm not going to let it define myself, my business. If I'm supposed to be here, I'm going to learn from this. If this failed, let me learn and grow from this because there's a lesson in it. And I like this, and it's a quote, is it's courage is when we allow ourselves to feel fear. So you can feel it. It's a real emotion. There's nothing wrong with feeling the feeling of fear. But you take action despite it. That's courage. That's when you're really going to thrive. That's when you're really going to grow. Some of you guys feel stuck in your business. And you know that you're supposed to go live in your team and do a training. But you are using the, I feel stuck. I have nothing to offer. Or you're using that fear of like, I don't know if I'm ready. I don't know if I'm equipped to even try And here's the thing, you may do a live, a training for your team, and it may not go super well, but that's how you learn. But so many of us aren't stepping into that to even grow. We're staying right here and we're doing the exact same things and then we're wondering why it's not working, but guess what? We don't change it. We don't try anything new. We just keep doing the same exact stuff because it's comfortable. It's comfortable. But courage is when we allow ourselves to feel fear, but we take action anyways. It's that short-term pleasure for long-term pain, right? And I've said this in the very beginning, but sometimes we think that if we are in a place of comfort, like if, if everything's going well, oh, then this is exactly where I'm supposed to be. And if it's not going well, then you question it and you're like, oh, oh. This is, this is not it. And actually, sometimes God uses the uncomfortable. He uses the failures to teach us something and to move us forward. So that's the first thing I want you to know. And I want you to really work on and, and write down what are the ways I can, I can embrace the things that I'm fearful of, whether it's lives, whether it's, it's doing your first reel because you have no idea how to do it, whether it's doing a story because you have no idea how to do it, whether it's reaching out to somebody You've got to step beyond that or you're never going to grow. You're going to continue to feel stuck because what you're doing has not been working. Okay. Second thing is we spend the majority of our time focused on the wrong things. A lot of times they think people think, oh, hard work equals success. Hard work does not equal success if the hard work you're doing are not the right things. If you are spending your entire time on your business focused on posts and content, and then you're wondering why people aren't joining your team, I've said this before, it's because although content is great and social media is great and posting is great and you need those things, if all you're focused on, if your plan is only mapping out your content for the week, guess what content is? Content is posting something on your wall and hoping it sticks. 
I'm going to make an opportunity post today and I'm going to hope that I wrote it beautifully enough and my picture was eye-catching enough that at least one person is going to message me and say, hey, I'm interested in joining your team, right? It's, it's literally throwing a pasta noodle at the wall and hoping that it's ready and that it sticks and, and it's going to attract somebody. Now, although I want you to do those things because it's all part of this business and attraction marketing, you've got to take control over your business and you've got to make sure that the hard work is the right work. Is what you're pouring into your business, are they income producing activities or things that you're just kind of throwing out there and hoping it brings in some income for you? You know, and we do power hours literally almost every single day. I mean, I think we offer them four out of the five days of, uh, it during the week. And there's not very many people taking advantage of it. And yet these power hours are devoted to these income producing tasks that help your business succeed. And instead of doing that, people just want to work on one post. Let me throw it up and hope it works. And so what are you focused on? Do you do you have a plan? Do you have a plan? I talk about plans all the time. I know you guys know that a plan is needed and good, but are you actually making a plan? I had a coaching call um, with one of my frontline teammates, Jacinda, and she's amazing. And she hops on coaching calls quite often and we, we revisit things and she's eager and hungry to learn. And she said, I struggle with making a plan. And I said, okay, so obviously I talked to her about the importance of a plan and how to make a plan. And I directed her to an awesome training about making a plan. But then I said, okay, your homework, when we get off the phone, I want you to make a plan. Don't, don't do a month, just do a week. Let's start small. It's kind of like when you, um, when you go to the gym, you've never been work, you've not worked out for years. And then you're like, oh, I'm doing seven days a week. And then that's way too much. You overwhelm yourself. You're way too sore. You never want to go back again. Start small. So I said, start with a week. I want you to map out your week and then I want you to send it to me. I want you to have accountability. I'm gonna be waiting on it. I want I want to see your plan within 24 to 48 hours and she did. But there's a lot of times that people know that they need a plan in order to succeed, but they're not doing it. Are you doing the things for your business that actually need to be done? And that's a huge reason why we feel stuck. I'll be honest, coming up with content, I've been doing this industry for, I've been in this industry for five years and I'm going on my fifth year now and I do feel stuck when it comes to content planning sometimes. I'm like, oh man, what else do I say, right? But I'll tell you that the weeks that I actually plan it out, I do it on Sundays. That's when I take my pictures, I come up with content, which remember content is just one very small part of the business. But I come up with a plan, and when I come up with a plan, I actually stick to it because I'm, I've I've got a plan. And I've already, it's kind of like meal prepping. If you're trying to, to be healthy and, and have a healthier eating lifestyle, if you wake up every day with no plan, when you get hungry, you're gonna go get those Twinkies because you're hungry and you don't care anymore, if you're like me. Like, you just wanna eat, you don't care what it is. But if I already have it planned out, I'm gonna stick to it. And so you have to have a plan. And so I was really proud of Jacinda for actually taking this homework, so to speak, and coming back and saying, look, here it is. And then guess what? I was like, I want to follow up with you. I want to see how your plan went. And then we can revisit it and say, okay, what about this plan worked really well and what didn't? And again, going back to that first point, 
hoping that she's not going to fear the failure, that if we revisit something that was on her plan that didn't work, that she's not going to go, I'm stuck. Like I'm defeated. I'm not good at this, but she's going to go, okay, great. This, this was good. We learned something. We learned that this did not work. So when I make my plan for next week, I'm going to try this instead. And so that's how we grow past this feeling of being stuck. We embrace the fact that if we feel stuck, then actually that's, it probably means we're right where we're supposed to be. We're just not growing. So you grow by facing your fears and trying new things. You grow by making a plan because when you have that plan, you can revisit it and see what works and what didn't work. So I want to encourage you guys today. I hope this was encouraging to you because when I listened to this, this was so encouraging to me. Um, And I want to end with this. You didn't get where you are in life by one single incident. Like it was a series of several steps. And so wherever you are now and wherever you want to be, you're not going to get there just overnight. You're not going to get there by some single event or single incident that's going to get you there. It's a series of several steps. And those steps aren't just up and up and up. Sometimes you go up and then sometimes you go back down and sometimes you stay level and then you go back up. And then this is a journey, you guys. It is a marathon. This is not a sprint. So I'm speaking and I and I want to speak specifically to a certain group of people. If you were just on a high when this thing started and you promoted to SP whatever, EP whatever, And in your memories, you're already seeing that that was a year ago and you haven't progressed forward. I want you to challenge yourself. I want you to listen to this again. I want you to realize that it's not just because you're stuck. That's an excuse. It's because you're no longer growing. You're trying to do the same things that got you to that place. And the things that got you to that place, it's not one single thing. It was a series of things. It may take a series of other things to get you to the new place. Just like when I say the team that promoted you to SP3 may not be the, or BP3 may not be the team that promotes you to SP4. It's the same thing with your personal growth. The things that got you there personally may not be the things that get you to the next point. So step outside of your box. Don't fear failure, embrace it, make a plan, revisit that plan and know that I want to go back to this. I want to end with this because it was my absolute favorite thing that he said. Feeling stuck is sometimes God's way of reminding you that you're not growing to the degree you feel stuck is in direct proportion to the size of your calling. So for those of you feeling real stuck in your business, I want you to let that sink in. And the degree you feel stuck could be the degree that you are called to and that you have a great purpose here to impact lives, to, 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 to share this opportunity with others, to grow your team, to impact your family, to impact other families. You have a huge calling and you're not here by accident. So instead of questioning, am I in the right place? I want you to question, am I growing? Am I doing the things that I need to do to get me to where I want to be? And so I hope this impacted you in some way. I would love for you guys to just share this training. And I hope you guys have a very, very blessed day.